Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent is taking selfies in the house. Yeah, I want to jump in. I got my buddy. That's, that looks pretty good. You're not getting in my selfie. Then it wouldn't be a selfie. It'd be a selfies. <laughs> All right. Well, Sunday nine to ten, we're always here. Sunday nine to ten on WBT eleven ten AM ninety nine point three FM. What you got? So, so I was sending a selfie to uh, Michael Tall, uh, YPO buddy down in Charleston. Who? Oh, uh, cool texted this morning said you need to get on the radio he said definitely down on the radio show whenever you want so uh i was just trying to you know get him a little juiced up get him a little excited <laughs> gotcha i got michael tall yeah interesting okay yeah so uh good good real good friends with chris fay all right on the show. all right your buddy yes my buddy but yes. your lifetime, buddy. Also, uh, a client with whom we are beginning a project with shortly. Amen. And today we have Eric Sprouse, who is a client that we finished a project. Finished a project. Recently. Really? Are we done? Done? Pretty much. Oh my! I'm word. sure he's got something that he. We're going to talk about on. his project before he gets before he can speak. No, <laughs> <laughs> he's over there. In a, he's in a straight jacket. We're not. We're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna do that. We'll let him come tell the story. They locked us up in the studio, didn't they? Yeah, well, yeah, we hemmed up. We, well, I think we, we used to run around here like we had in the joint. <laughs> That's exactly what I told Eric. In now the, in we the lobby. In a, now we in a straight jacket. Yep. Goodness. You're gracious. you're you're all about some straight. That's second straight jacket reference of the day, by the way. I'm gonna do it eight eight times. So Trent, I was on somebody else's podcast. I don't know if you've seen this yet or not. Um, uh, Brandon Doyle, who's our Blue Corona rep, does like digital advertising and stuff. And it is different being on the other side. You don't know if I've seen this or not. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> do I? I mean, you have you shared the podcast no, with me? No, I mean, no, like, you think I'm Googling like no, man. Patrick podcast non at home with Roby? It's it's pretty it's pretty out there on LinkedIn. I think Eric said he might have even seen it. So. uh yeah. Uh, so what were you? Nervous? I, wa- I watched like the first five minutes, and I haven't. I haven't been able to get through it. Well, Patrick, just so you understand, uh, there there are personality types on this earth that don't get nervous uh, behind the wheel. I don't think I was nervous. <laughs> you just you know it was videoed, which we oh, don't do. Videoed. We used to do that here. Well, have you watched our town hall video? No, from the company. Uh huh. So, so Christian sent it out, uh, kind of like this show. I'm there, so I don't need to. I don't need to watch it either. necessarily. Yeah. Watch it. It was for mainly for the people that uh, don't listen well mm-hmm. or, or missed it in our company, but or newcomers coming on. Yeah, but I'm gonna. I, I kept it up as an email. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to get my wife and kids to watch it because I truly want their feedback on how we can improve. That's a good idea. Actually, there you go, and. I'm wondering what's the over under on they're gonna be like you're dumb we're not watching it or yeah we'll watch it and give you good feedback. So man. I have some recent experience with that. Uh, when the podcast when I first got it, it, I got it Monday morning that I was on and I was taking Scarlett to the doctor her doctor's appointment and I played about sixty seconds and she was like this is boring I don't want to hear it anymore. Wow. I was like man you shut me down like that and she wanted to go back to listening to. Uh, one Republic or one of those guys, you know. So, 
my kids are n- <laughs> now into Jack Johnson. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then the and then the day uh hour or so ago before I came here, I was thinking about my dad. I, I stopped by the Bojangles on Wilkinson Boulevard by mm. myself and, mm. and went in and ate me a chicken sandwich and some fries. You can't do that every day, but you got to do it every now and then. And uh sat where we used to sit all the time. And and Jack Johnson came on the, on the piped radio, and I took a video and sent it to all my girls and said, That's hey, cool. I came in here thinking about Pops, now I'm thinking about y'all. So it's pretty cool. He might have been dropping a little nugget on you. You know, I think he did that. You think he said, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't know who Jack Johnson is. Actually, I was listening to a lot of Jack Johnson rolling with Pops during the tough times of 09 and 10. I was about to Ooh. say, that's about when I, I was going through a Jack <clears throat> Johnson phase. Probably like yeah, early 2000s college and right out after college. But the kid, well, it wasn't I know. right after college for I me, know. young, young whipper dipper. I got it. Oh, and then and then <laughs> and then you got George Strait, Armarillo by morning, mm-hmm. uh, and the way forward. Did I talk about this on the show? The way he asked his girlfriend to be his girlfriend. I, I don't think so. He said, "I don't know how he wrote a, a a Valentine." They the teacher had the kids write a Valentine, and he wrote a Valentine. Rowan helped him with this. He said, "I want to write a Valentine, and I want to do check yes or no." Okay. So he wrote the Valentine and said. I don't really know how this is supposed to go, but I think the way George Strait says it is, will you please check yes or no? And they were showing it, the teachers were showing her around the school, and she checked yes. And you, when you listen to that song by George Strait, it's exactly in the third the grade. Okay. Miraculously, it's the same grade. Uh and then I asked him yesterday how his girlfriend was doing, and he get, told me to hush. He didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> and I think I think she came and told him that they were in the third grade. They didn't need to be boyfriend and girlfriend. They just be friends. I said, that had to come from the top. That's coming from upstairs there. <laughs> yeah, you've got girls, too. You I get said, cause, that. I said, cuz, you got the elbow dropped on you. <laughs> yeah. I said, how's that feel? He said, hush, I don't want to talk about get it. I'm embarrassed. It. Hey, man. At first, you don't succeed. Try and try no, again. He succeeded, he, and then he got he got thumped, dumped. Yeah, I think it's with a D. Oh, not a th. All right, introduce our guest, Patrick. We've got Eric Sprouse. I think we're going to hear some entrepreneurial stories. Maybe talk a little I'm bit about excited. his project. He's got he had a lot going on. He's got a lot of cool stuff to tell us. You know, Eric. Every time I talk about wanting some cool old car or something, I'm like, I need to go get a job. And then and then I try to get through that and figure out. We buy vegetable trucks. I need I need a building to put it in. A vegetable so, truck. Uh, We've done that. Hey, thank you for being here. You will be right back at home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Roby Services, along with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, tell them where they can go find it. Uh, on all social media outlets, X Game, X, no, formerly X. known as Twitter, no, I don't know. Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, and LinkedIn. It's oh, all am good. I wrong? I was going to say Facebook. I messed that up. No, you're good. <laughs> I think we're all right. Why did you put me on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. That's what we do here on the At Home with Ruby. And welcome to the show, Eric. Now, we're not going to put you on the spot. Uh, Trent, I, I don't know. This might be the first time you and Eric have met. It is. Oh, um, maybe we've met in passing. Uh, do you remember meeting me? I don't think so. Okay. Well, Eric is, uh, as you well know, is, is a wonderful client of Ruby Commercials. Um, 
and he is the owner of a property that you have been by, and most people probably have been by many times, um, uh, pretty close to 77 area. But uh, in in a previous business life, you were in the billiard business. I had dealt with billiards for 35 years. Oh, yeah. You did? Had a good run at it. It was a lot of fun. Really? What, What got you into the billiards business? Well, I wanted an antique pool table in my house, and, <laughs> and, and I went looking for one and found one, and uh, all my friends liked it too. And you know, I, I thought this might be a good thing to do uh, as a business model, you know, and because uh, nobody was doing that back then, and uh, there wasn't a place in Charlotte where you could take yeah. a date and shoot pool. So I thought, you know, this might work, and uh, so uh, I started looking for buildings and and put something together and. It, it was a big success, and, uh, you know, heretofore, you know, I did this in 79, and uh, and back then, upscale billiards was a oxymoron, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so uh, it really worked out good, and people people came, and it was it was successful from day one. What? Yeah. Are you from Charlotte? I was going to ask the same question. I grew up in Rock Hill. Yeah. Okay. Graduated from Rock Hill High and Winthrop. Okay. And I moved to Charlotte in 75. And uh, was in the insurance business. I sold group insurance for a while, and, and all my clients had small businesses, and, and I wanted a small business too because they were doing good, and I was having to work too hard. You were selling group insurance. <laughs> That's right. And uh, so uh, I opened Dilworth Billiards in October '79, and uh, it, it really went over big, and uh, people started wanting antique tables that, and we were the only people that had them, and. Uh, put a lot of nice tables all over the place and in Charlotte and elsewhere and uh, uh, enjoyed going looking for them. That was my passion was the, the antique table kind of part the, of the, the business. Hunt. Were, were you always there on Tremont? Was that the, the I mean the, the location for the long haul? Is that where you yep. started? Started at the corner of Cleveland Tremont in, in 79 and, and, it, and it worked out great and I ended up buying that building which was a, a huge thing and uh, worked out real good and it, so for 35 years well we never had a bad month even during the 08 and one other 91 i think the two two plateau years yeah financial we didn't we didn't go backwards we didn't go forwards but we didn't go backwards we held our own and then made up for it the next couple of years but we made money every year really so billiards is a resilient economy wow that is that, that I got it. I'm just like in my head thinking about <laughs> Tremont and Cleveland in 1979, which to give you some perspective, I was talking to uh, Brian Katzemeyer, a friend of ours yesterday, and his business is about to build like I think a 32 story tower across the street where Tiber Creek used to be. Yep. What all was there in 1979? I mean, I, I just am curious if what was nearby. It, it, it was uh, it, it was run down mill houses. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, lo- and a lot of scary people. You know, I'd like to have opened up at South Park, but I wasn't sure whether my business model was going to work. So uh, I had to take what I could get. And uh, But, you know, it was really bizarre because, uh, you know, we had a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people. Uh, I used to say that uh, um, the cats dressed up like dogs back then. <laughs> I've never heard that. It was bizarre, and uh, but you know it got better fast, and uh, people uh, started buying up those houses for ten thousand dollars a piece. Unbelievable! 
I remember we, uh, so my very first job was at uh, Ferguson Enterprises, which was right across the street from you. One block up the street. Yep, on Tremont, and uh, and that was in 2004, and it wasn't great then. No. Um, and I can only imagine, you know, we've had the Presleys on here before talking about you know, how they sort of had the the reconnaissance, or sort of re- revitalized that area. They did. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it probably was a little... Uh, sketchy there at times very sketchy (laughs) here you are with these very expensive i guess it's really hard to steal a pool table well uh or billiards sorry a lot of those people wanted to come in and they thought it was a pool room and (laughs) it it really wasn't so it took a while for them to figure out that was not a a good place to hang for them and and uh and and then but then the neighborhood people started buying the houses and yeah and just that's the way it worked and uh it got better fast, and then I, I had a, a following of a lot of people that was uh, previously with me in the sure. insurance business, and and they were very successful, and they would come in my place with their wives, and and uh, it didn't take long to have the right people coming in. Sure. And then uh, it, it really worked out good, and then then uh, I had it full of antique pool tables, and nobody else knew where you could go see an antique pool table, and then everybody wanted one. And I, we really started selling a lot of antique pool tables, and uh, it, that was the fun of the business for me. But uh, so, when you started the business in '79, did you rent the space there? I did. The business building wasn't for sale, and I couldn't have afforded it anyway. But uh, rented it for 36 months, and uh, and the owners of the building lived. Across, the owner of the building lived across the street. He had uh, um, Charlotte Heating and Air, and it was in the that that building beside the cab stand and uh, it's still there and it's very valuable now and uh you know i did my 36 month lease and then i, I tried to buy it from him and and uh you know he said he would sell it to me and uh, so we got together after a few months of negotiation and uh, I, I bought the building and went down to mutual to try to get the loan and and uh, my banker at the time was Don Whiteman. He was the past president of the Small Business Administration. He said, "I want to tell you." He said, I've, uh, "We've never had a pool room uh, apply for the <laughs> to buy a building before." And I said, "Well, I said, you know, uh, I want to be the first." And and uh, he he uh, he loaned us the money, and it, you know, worked out great. And you know, and uh, it was the, a, a huge thing. And then and then came the Panthers and the light rail. And the, everything that happened would just double and triple the value of my building. It was just it just went absolutely crazy, and it made me look good on paper. And uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, it, it was it really worked out good. I, I love the building. It's a 1947 commercial building, 2,800 feet on each floor, and I live upstairs. And it really works out nice. And uh, you live upstairs. I do. Top of the building, above Dilworth Tasting Room. You you've lived there since '79. Uh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You I moved have. in up top and rented, and down below was your was your storefront. Well, upstairs was four one bedroom apartments, and uh, I had one of those, and uh, the rest were rented for storage and stuff, and they was they were terrible, they were horrible, and uh, my my girlfriend used to say that. Uh, you spend your last money on pool memorabilia, but you got holes in the sheetrock. <laughs> I said, well, you know something? Sheetrock is the same price it was last year, and this memorabilia has tripled in value. Ooh. Priorities, that's right. Dang. That's right. It, that's the truth. It worked. 
but uh, it's a beautiful building and it's really really nice. I had Ed Springs Interiors uh, make all four of them one big condo. Okay. So it's really nice and uh, and I couldn't think of a better place to live. You know, I mean, it's convenient to everything, and you know, I can walk to Sullivan's or Tate's and you know, and and all kind of places now. And you know, and then Tiber Creek's gonna. It's going to, that's going to be huge. And then yeah. right, right behind me, behind Mr. K's, is a 12-story condo that went up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're almost done. They've topped it out. and It's, it's just unbelievable what's happened to that neighborhood. On it's, a sliver of land. Mm-hmm. My father grew up on McDonald. Really? Yes, sir. Yeah. That, uh, that three-quarter acre sliver sold for $5 million. That's crazy. Hey, Eric, will you stick around? Sure. We got a true Charlotte... Yeah. Well, rock, from Rock Hill, but Charlotte Hustler on the radio show today. If you're not having fun, <laughs> Eric Sprouse, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Rose. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services. I'm Trent Hastings from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last couple of segments, you have to go back and listen to Eric Sprouse. Unbelievable. Man. Uh, Dilworth Billiards. Great storyteller. Unreal. Um, I mean, he's just telling it how it is, and it's a story. That's right. That's what it's about. Everybody says, Where you come up with all these stories? I said, We live with them, man. That's all there is to it. All the the good comedians and stuff, they they just talk about what they observe in life. Um, We do. Go ahead. Time out. I want to say something. You said Ed Springs Interiors uh, helped you turn four apartments into one on that top floor. I haven't talked to Ed. I, is Ed still living? I, no. Man, I had some I had some business dealings with Ed 15 so years ago, and he was such a good man to deal with. Great guy. Such a staple for Dilworth. Unbelievable. I mean, really, Myers Park, I mean, he helped, uh, helped do a lot of interiors on uh, the building we did on Fenton Place, and, and he was such a lovely person to deal with. Great guy. He and Bo Henderson did mine, and, uh, you know, the, every time they'd have an ASID designer house, they would always get the gentleman's retreat, they called it, the library or the nice room. And when they did the one on Dilworth Road, Scott Lovejoy's house, they wanted a nicer pool table than he had, and he had a beautiful table. <laughs> but um, I put mine in there. <laughs> I've got a really nice one, and I, wow. I, I loaned it to him for a couple of weeks, and that's when I met these guys. And because I'd been to a lot of places, they'd done the thing, and we just never met. You know, they would fix up a room for a pool table, and then I'd come behind them and put a killer pool table mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, yeah. And so we 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 met, and uh, and uh, it worked out real good because they have a house in Blowing Rock with a 26 by 26 foot room oh overlooking my. the Blue Ridge Parkway. Oh it's fantastic, and so is the pool table I put in there. Really, it's unbelievable. Man, that is cool. We that gotta, is I gotta good. Come see some of your pictures. Thank, yeah. thank you for. Telling me that, yeah, that, that that is awesome. I'm glad that's cool that you remember. That's, yeah. that's amazing. No, yeah. he he was, you know, generation before me, but he, but he treated me with full respect. His style was so awesome. His clients loved him. It's the true, uh, the Roby Triangle is equal because there ain't nobody better than anybody else, and and we all gonna get along and do it right. And he was the epitome of that. That's I will, absolutely right. I will say that. So so cool. 
All right, now what were you going, Pastor? I cut you off. No, you're t- you're completely fine. Uh, that was awesome, by the way. That was cool. It, it, just the history there was uh, was pretty. I did not know that. Um, obviously, I was before my time with Ruby, but uh, no, I, I want to talk about your your product. Like, where do you found these things, and what was some of the some of your favorites? And was it estate sales, things of that nature, or? Well, when I got started, there was not an internet, so yeah. uh, there was a trade publication called Antique Trader. And I'd always get one of those, and I'd see tables in all over the place. And the, the one I got for myself was in there, and it was in Colorado Springs. And uh, wow! And uh, it was really, really nice. And I knew it was going to go for a bunch of money. But uh, how, time out. How did you know it was going to go for a bunch of money? Because it was a very inlaid Victorian table. Because of the hand, the because, craftsmanship. Because of the model of it, and I knew the, I knew I needed to get it if I could. And, and it was going to cost 1500 bucks to fly out there and look at it. And uh, so I just requested pictures, better pictures of all four sides. And I was going to take a chance and get it without having to spend that extra on it. And uh, so I did, and it worked out great. Had it shipped to Charlotte, had it redone, and it is fantastic, and it's in my house now. And wow. How do you like that hustle? Really nice. <laughs> what year was that when you bought that? That was in the... Probably 85. 85. Mm-hmm. Man. And it's a 130-year-old table, and it's worth 25 grand at least. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I can see Trent's wheels spinning right now. I'm a right collector. Now. He I, is I, a collector. I'm going this. Yeah, are yeah. You, are you, have you always been a collector as a kid and growing up? Not not really. Uh, just just pool memorabilia. I've really? got some really cool pool memorabilia. I bought a, a transom out of a hotel in Kennebunk, Maine from the antique trader that says billiards and leaded glass and it is it's purple and orange purple and green and, and at the time it was the hornet's colors and <coughs> this is unbelievable and i got it in my office and it looks really really nice i, that's, I was a little too nice to put in the pool room <laughs> <room> downstairs <laughs> well what makes you decide if you want to trade something and move it or keep to, it to, to to make a little paper or keep it for your own collection. Well, if I get two or three, I mean, a lot of a lot of things I had to get four or five to get them. It was all or none. So, like, I bought uh, five beautiful stick racks out of Chicago, and uh, they were all expensive. So I I couldn't keep them at the time. I mean, I was flying close to the trees. <laughs> Fly, flying close to the trees. <laughs> I love that. Goodness gracious. That's great. So, how much, I mean, four or five stick, I mean, how much is an expensive stick rack? Well, they're three or 4000 a piece oh goodness, at, yeah, at yeah. retail. And yeah. I've got one in my, the one of them is still in my house in front of that nice table. And uh, the, <laughs> other, the other ones I, I, I sold off and uh, got my money back. And, you know, it worked out good. That's how you decide. I, I, if it's a one-off thing, it's going to my house. But if I can get two or three of them, you know, I'll put some for sale, but I'm, I'm going to get the best one. So is the motif of your house all all billiards? Uh, my office and living room or the pool room in the place is, in fact, a lot of it that way. But uh, but it's but it's really nice stuff. It's just not uh, not whimsical stuff. Let me ask you this. So, so, so how did you get out of the business? And what year did you get out of the business? May of uh, 2015. I, that was my 35th year, and uh, I, I, I closed it up. And uh, Tom Sorensen came and did a nice story on me, a front-page story, yeah, on the, uh, actually, and uh, uh, of, of me closing it up. And 
I'd done it. I turned 65. I'd done it long enough. My two key employees had been there 30 years apiece, and I could have retired a little earlier, but I waited till they were ready. And uh, it just, the timing was perfect. And, uh, you know, your beer and liquor license comes due every April and, and, uh, or May, and uh, I just timed everything to, to, to organically close, and it was the perfect thing to do because after that I wanted to be uh, a landlord and uh, because I had an unbelievable space downstairs to rent and a gorgeous courtyard beside it and, you know, found the perfect tenant, and it worked out real good. Man, that is, that is really, really cool. Do you still find some things for your old friends and customers I, sometimes? I, I, I really do. I really do. I'm in the, I'm, a lot of my customers were my age, and they're downsizing, and I'm selling some of their tables for them that I sold in the first place. And uh, I just recently helped Josh Phillips to put a table in his home. Really? He's got a very nice table. Wow. He was looking for a table, and he was on Marketplace, and he was trying to, uh, you know, wing it and didn't know. I said, man, that's an import. That's You don't want that. You want a real table. And, and I steered him in the right direction, and he got a nice one. Really? Absolutely. That Ask is him. a cool story. Oh, Josh Phillips. You got you built a relationship with Josh through Josh, your project? Josh, he's a great guy. He's, Good. He's, he is a great guy. Yeah, he's got a, quite the job having to. Trying to keep all the frogs in the wheelbarrow. I know his daddy. His dad's been on the radio. His dad came on the radio. Really? Randy Phillips, uh, four or five years ago. Um, talking about the business. He works in the metal, metal recycling business, right? You remember that, Patrick? That was before your time. You were young. Yeah. You wet behind the ears, son. Yeah, he, you had, and you had Brian Rodriguez as your uh, as your PM. Brian's a great guy, too. He's mm -hmm. those are good guys. I really appreciate working with both of them. And like I was telling Patrick, they gave me – the coolest thing, uh, a, a enlarged copy of the uh, my, my architectural plans showing my cars in the garage. It's really nice. I had it framed and put in the warehouse, in my uh, garage, and, and that was very nice of them. They're great guys. Well, well you're not supposed to start talking about the cars. We were, I was saving that for the last segment. <laughs> I got, I got, we got about a minute left here on this segment. I got a question for you. So, so you, you, you seem to have embraced and be excited about the changes in your corridor. Hell yeah. Is that right? Oh yeah. I mean, I think it's cool, but you know, you get some people that have been there for 30 or 40 years and they go, oh, it's terrible. They messing it all up. I think. As my dad says, everything goes in circles, son. It just changes. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. It, it's, it's for the better. I mean, that's the way it's coming. I mean, we've got to have a place to put all these people that are coming to Charlotte. Yeah. Amen. And, and uh, you know, the, the neighborhood is, South End is as hot as it gets. You know, it's a great neighborhood. And when I was open, you know, everybody was worried about parking. Well, that's not even an issue anymore because the uh, uh, tasting room is full every single night. And people come from the condos around. Yeah. Or every, every morning I'll try to go to my car, and there'll be five or six of those electric scooters on the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah or, or, or take an Uber. You're right. I mean, there's so many ways to, to, to right. get around these days that are so convenient. Uber's, yeah. Uber's huge. Yeah. All right. Well, we got we got to go commercial. Uh, Eric, I want you to stick around. I want to talk about what you're collecting now. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Eric Sprouse, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Ruby. <laughs> 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial and Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. If you've missed the last few segments, Eric Sprouse is our guest. Unbelievable, going through Charlotte history, talking about Dilworth, South End, the whole thing. Uh, if you missed it, obviously you can go to Facebook, Instagram, this is a good or one. LinkedIn. Eric is on point. Eric Sprouse is on point. Um, has been a great client to us, and uh, just such a cool story. I, I didn't know all the, the history of your of your. I knew what you did, and I knew kind of what what you were about, but I haven't heard these stories before. Um, and I did read the Tom Torrance that you can find it on the internet. Um, and you were joking around when you were collecting all this stuff. There was no internet. You said that, and I'm like, how in the world? We got it so easy now. I thought he was bluffing that there was no internet in '79, <laughs> but uh, he yeah. might be on to something. Yeah. Yeah. So the project that we did for you is, I don't want to say it incorrectly, what, did you, what do you call the space? Well, it's a garage for the storage of my toys. Of your toys. And what are these toys? Well, I have a 79 Porsche 911 SC, 43-year-old car with 85,000 miles on it. And I have a, 79, a 97 993 Carrera. And I got an 87 Silverado pickup that uh, I had restored because I, I bought it to, for the bar in 14 because you had to recycle your bottles and cans to the 11th Street Recycling Center uh, to comply with the ABC. And it was a, a, a paint job was terrible and the interior looked like uh, tigers had been in there fighting. <laughs> and uh, so when I retired, everybody said, what are you going to do with that old pickup? And uh, I, uh, I said, I'm going to have it restored because my, my cars were nice and I can't drive around in that, this thing. So I had it totally restored and it looks like a million bucks. And, uh, and, and I got way too much money in it, of course, but uh, I think that's, that's probably part of it. But, uh, you know, it worked out real good. I paid 4200 for it at a pawn shop in Harrisburg, saw it on Craigslist. Harrisburg. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know. It, it's it's pretty cool. But I you bought your truck for forty two hundred at a pawn shop on Craigslist in Harrisburg, Harrisburg, right. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Ironically, I just got back from there. That's a whole different story. Um, this is Harrisburg, North Carolina. Oh, Harrisburg. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I thought maybe you're talking about Pennsylvania. Come on. He's from Rock Hill. He ain't from it. Rock I, Hill, well, Arizona. He talked about going to Maine. Talking about going to Colorado Springs. I didn't I mean, go there. Had him shipped to me. Had him shipped. Yeah, never went there. Enough. A little bit of t- I picked up from that story a little bit of trust in that, and sometimes oh, yeah. you got to have some faith. That's it. And go out on a limb, fly fly near the trees. That's it. Uh, that is cool. I completely agree. Especially every day I live, God blesses me with another day. It isn't all about for profit and stuff. Sometimes you just get upside down, but you do it for the right reasons. Isn't that right? The guy who designed my logo, Everett Carpenter, told me one time, he said, you know, some things are worth what they cost to own. Amen. I agree. It's a really well Can't way agree more. Great way to say it. Uh, so, so you are a collector of sorts. Uh, so what all, I haven't seen the space that, that we, we did for you. What all, what all is in the space besides your toys? Well, uh, some art that I like a lot and uh, that uh, – you know, and I stress Josh to tell the subs that this is not a, a garage. I didn't want them to. to, to oh yeah, showing to, up thinking you're going to be changing oil and things right, like that. Right, right. And, and I wanted to. I wanted them to think yeah, showrooms and yep. white walls for the art to look good and per, great looking floor, really cool floor and uh, epoxy and, and, and the whole thing looks great. And uh, 
worked out great. I got my speed bag in there. That's something I work out with all the time. I've done it forever, and I need to have a place for it. And you know, it's just it's just a really cool space. Do you go there every day? Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> so this is your, your real office, right? I mean, well, no, not really. But uh, <laughs> you know, I do my business in my office, a real office with the, the, the billiards transom in there and uh, all my memorabilia. But uh, I go there every morning to wipe my cars down. I don't have a garage. That's the whole reason I did this. My building is, sits on the property lines. So, uh, uh, and and when I had my red car and my truck stored beside where Zach's hamburgers used to be in that south end storage, you know, I kept getting run off because, you know, they would sell the property to go up five stories and I'd have to find another place. And the next place I went was almost to 485 public storage. And that's just too far to go get your stuff you know if i want to go to a car show i like to run grab my car and zoom up there this this place is one mile from my house now that's a, pretty far to have a garage from your house but it's really close in the grand scheme of things because think of where the closest storage units are yeah. that yeah. holds a the car they're right. they're way out this is something else man. i told you we're gonna, we're gonna i'm hanging out, there and hang out. yeah i mean and i might maybe even occasionally might drink a pop or two but I don't know. <laughs> so I want to say this. I said this before we went on the air. Thank you for the business. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for doing it. You did a great job. And, and I can tell I can tell where, where your heart and soul is. Uh, thank you for what you do for our city. And, and this is very true, moving and shaking in the, in the world of business and, and being Andrew Roby for years and years. A lot of people over time ask me if we had met. I have never really met you. It's so so cool to meet you. Can't wait to become your friend. I, I can't wait either. Man, listen, go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around on your face. Thank you for listening. Eric Sprouse, entrepreneur for Dilworth Billiards. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.